I wish I could be happier right now as we begin Brothers Talking Pucks. The season is almost over. Um, just a couple games left. Uh, a few games left for the Flyers. There are a lot of games out of uh, the playoff race. It is what it is. They did win on uh, Wednesday. They beat Minnesota on Wednesday. So there is a chance. A very, 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 very slim chance. But there is a chance. So let's take the next 30 minutes. Let's talk Flyers hockey. And let's bring in the co-host of the show. You know her from the Sisters Talking Pucks blog on the Independence Philly. You also know her from CSN Philly. Doing things on Facebook with them. Talking hockey. Talking pucks. Talking flyers. Ladies and gentlemen, Caitlin Hemsley. What's going on, Caitlin? Hey, JB. You know know what's going on. I know what's going on. Last show, last time we got together, we sat and we took a a long, hard look at what the Flyers had to do over what was the last two weeks and what, what what we needed from them in order to really make some hay in this wild card race. Um, uh, I guess the games we thought they would win, they won. The games we thought they would lose, they lost. But in the end, we're still sitting here looking at the looking at the Flyers' schedule, seeing that they're what. This is sad. Seeing that the Flyers what seventy six points currently with seventy six points, looking up at Boston. With 82 points. So let's just let's, let's just put it out there. Let's just put our cards on the table, Caitlin. Flyers, in, in your opinion, the Flyers' playoff chances, dead or alive? They're dead. Mama, no. They're dead. So sad. It is sad. It is. It is very sad. Very, very sad because we're sitting here and and it's not like, it's not like that 10 game win streak was so long ago. It wasn't, but it feels like that was years ago. That was December. That tent well started in November, started the end of November, started around uh right after uh Thanksgiving. And it went into December. But now here we are in March, coming in coming towards the end of March. And if and does it not feel like that was ages ago? It does feel it, it feels like it was a completely different season. Like that—that that wasn't this season. That was last season. But it, it was this. It's the same season, and the Flyers are out of the playoffs. But they had that streak, and it's just—it's very weird. So let me ask. Let me ask you this, and we'll get. Um, 
as we're trying to make sense of this all, as we're trying to make sense of what's going on with this team, I mean, was that was that winning streak? Was that fool's goal? I mean, is, would you call that fool's goal? I don't. I don't think so. I think in December they were playing some good hockey. They they knew what was going on. They they believed in each other. And right now it's just kind of during that January February stretch where they couldn't score anything. It was kind of a lapse. They they knew what how to score and what they needed to do in December and then January and February something just happened where all of a sudden they couldn't. It it just shows how shaky this team actually is and how inconsistent the Flyers have been. And so it was it's not really a shock that they're out of the playoffs already, at least in my opinion, just because of how shaky everything has been between goaltending, defense, the fact they couldn't score for like a month. So it's just yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's frustrating. It, it is as a fan, it is very, very frustrating to watch because I feel like this has been a this has truly been a season of just straight question marks. You know, I, I feel like I here we are in March and it seems like I can never really, I can't really define this Flyers team. You know, they they went on that streak. And it's like, I know it, it's almost, there's so many people now. You talk to so many fans about this team. And what you hear so many people say is, oh, I don't want to hear about that streak. Oh, let's stop talking about that streak. Oh, you know, I'm sick of hearing about that streak. But here's the thing that, just like you said, that was this season. So you can't say, or you know, you, you can't just ignore, ignore it. it. Yeah, you can't ignore it. You can't put it out your mind. That was this season. To, at some point in time this season, this team was good enough to put together 10 straight wins. And then somewhere between then and now, it has all fallen apart. And this hasn't been a team. This, this team hasn't had a huge number of injuries you know no. i mean there there you know there have been some scratches there've been some you know some 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 nicked up players but there hasn't been a major injury you know but nonetheless you're not getting a lot of consistency you're not getting you know you're not getting the goalie play you're sitting here you had two goalies both in a contract year who had Every reason to shine so at some point in time this season, playing for a contract who both underwhelmed. Yeah. When you came into the season, you just figured it, whether it be Neuvirth or whether it be Mason, one of those guys would emerge as the starting goalie. You know, the, somebody you could say, okay, maybe we can build a future around this. And now you're sitting here now looking at those two guys and you're like, you know what? If neither of those guys are back, neither of those guys are back. And then just to twist that knife, just just to, to twist the knife a little bit. I'm sitting there looking at Sergey Bobrowski up there just killing it. Yeah, that's, that's a nice twister. You know, that's, 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 that's the knife twister. You know, I'm sitting there looking, you know, I'm sitting there looking at Columbus and they have a goalie. 
And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, why can't we get a goalie like that? Oh, damn. We did. Oh, wow. We did. But we couldn't keep him because we had to pay another goalie who's now been out the league for I don't know how many years, but is still collecting checks. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But nonetheless, the season is not over. The season and is not over. The season is not over. There is still hockey left to play. That being said, last night, the Flyers, uh, on Wednesday, the Flyers beat the Minnesota Wild 3-1. to one. Um, Wild got on... Wild got on the board first. You're a little bit worried because you know Flyers just don't play catch up very well. That they do not. That they do not. But Caitlin's favorite guy in the whole wide world, not named Claude Giroux, Sean Couturier. Couturier. (laughs) Yes. Caitlin's favorite player, not named Claude Giroux, tied the game. Matt Reed had the go-ahead goal later on, but – you know what I mean? Jake Voracek put the uh, icing on the cake with an empty netter. Steve Mason played some good hockey. 24 and saves. And it's the 100th win as a flyer. 100th win as a flyer. At this point, you know, what? Where, where does he, I mean, where does he rank now? I mean, he, he's almost at the top. He's third in flyers goalies. Third. He's not catching up to the other two, though. Well, yeah, well, yeah. But still. Steve Mason is the third best goalie in Flyers history. Yeah. 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 That's See, all we're going to say about that. Yeah. 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 So, t- for you, because I know you I, you just said, in your opinion, as far as playoffs goes, it's, it's over. So, what – so, is there any – what, what positive, what you know, what positive steps, positive takes, or whatever do you have coming out of last night's game? Um, out of last night's game, I mean, you got nervous after that first goal just because Mason gave up something huge. Yeah, and the Wild is are known for to be a team that can score, so of course you get a little nervous, but. I think they played some pretty solid defense. Um, Sean Couturier, yay. He did, that goal was incredible because yeah. it went through the legs and then through the legs of the goalie. And I was just like, what? You, you don't know how to score like that. But he, he can score like that and has been providing some pretty solid offense in the past 10 games. So that's always a big positive. Um. There was a couple line changes that actually worked, which I was surprised of because Hacksaw decided to flip the lines very early before that wild game. Yeah, uh, and and let's talk let's talk about those those line changes because you were the first person I saw on Twitter talking about it, and I think your the tweet you you said was basically, "Oh God, why?" And but. There was some initial success, but I feel like I've been down this road before with this coach, with this team, where, you know, every 
you know, he's almost like the Larry Brown of, of hockey where he's always tinkering, always got to fix something, always got to, you know, make some sort of change. And it's like, you never quite understand what is going on, but, and sometimes, you know, on, on the surface, it might look like it worked. Like, he, yes, you know what? He was able to beat Minnesota with with this line change. But, if, if these line changes work tomorrow for or Saturday for Columbus, then I I guess you can call them a like success. But that first line with Jeru, Warcheck and Matt Reed were surprisingly good during, during the wild game. Mm-hmm. And the only line that he managed to keep together was that Katoria Weiss and Shen line, who he's been relying on for a few games now, and they've provided the offense for him. Mm-hmm. So you mean the the one line that he's been able to depend on is the one line he hasn't messed with much all season? Yeah, yeah I mean, he messed with enough. it a little bit, but I think that uh, – that third line has been – the fact that it is the third line is a little mm-hmm. strange, but it's the third line. And I think the one move that I didn't like was move, was demoting uh, Travis Connecting to the fourth line with Belmore and Vandevelde because I have some feelings about Chris Vandevelde as a hockey player. Well, share them. You, you have some feelings. You have a medium to share those feelings. What are your feelings I, of Chris Vandevelde? I, say it. Say I do it. not think he is a solid player. Like he is, he and Andrew McDonald are not solid players, and I don't know why they keep playing. What speaks? All right, speak specifically on that. What? What? What is it about Vandervelde's game that pisses you off? Because you know what, you have the time. You could, you could explain it. Um. What manages to piss me off about Vandevelde's game is that uh, he he's very inconsistent. He he's not great at, at, in my opinion, he's not great with puck control or at scoring at all. But usually the fourth line doesn't score too much. But I I think Belmar can have a little better of a partner because he always seems to get stuck with Vandevelde yeah. and. So, that fourth line just never seems to find a way to score. So but put, yet, Hackstall mm-hmm, relies right on them a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's frustrating to rely have Chris Van Nivaldi play more ice time than Travis Konechny because mm-hmm. Konechny played 10 minutes on during the Wild and Van Nivaldi played more time than him, and they were on the same line. So, ideally, if you were to put on your coach's hat, if you were to put on your coach's hat, you tell me who would you have on that line? Who do you think would be ideal on that connecting line? Um, I would switch Dale Weiss and Travis Konechny and mm. put Konechny on that third line with Couturier and Shen. So you have connect. So you would. So your third, your ideal third line would be Braden Shen, Konechny, and I'm sorry, who, who else did you say? Sean Couturier. And Sean Couturier, exactly. See. That should that that'd be your dream line. I, I could see the heart. That that fluttering. is the dream line. That is your dream line, isn't it? In fact, yeah, I'm, no, it's, it's call, the dream. What, the dream line. That's that's that is that 
That is my dream line. The dream. <laughs> I hear you. So give so with with all that, they were able to pull they were able to pull out a win against the wild. Still got a big weekend of hockey this weekend. Very big weekend very, of hockey. Very big weekend of hockey. Because of course on Sunday you have your you travel to Pittsburgh to once again play uh the Penguins. But first our good friend you go to Columbus to play with our good friend Sergey Bobrovsky, who you know God, I wish we could get a, a goalie like him. But that's what we had this week. Let's 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 take a let's take a long hard look at this week going ahead. All right, you give me your thoughts on what's coming up this week. All right, Saturday at Columbus. Hmm. I mean that game is already tough, just because the Blue Jackets have been playing so well and they cannot seem to get a win against Columbus this season. Mm-hmm. which last season all they did was beat Columbus. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of mind-numbing, the fact that Columbus got so good so quickly. Um, See what steady goal play will get you, you know, when, yeah. when, when, when you have a goalie you can count on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you're, um, so you're saying that Columbus game is a loss? I. They have not managed to – it's in Columbus. They haven't managed to get a win in Columbus since 2005. God, good Lord. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be the time that they get it. Uh, all right. So you got a loss to Columbus. However – However – uh-oh, wait, wait. I'm hearing however. They do win in Pittsburgh. What? All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. That that you know what? That's the positivity I need. I need positivity. I need. I have um, two reasons that they win in Pittsburgh. Give it to me. Give it to me. I want to hear this. One, they get really, really angry that they lose in Columbus. Okay. And two, Sidney Crosby will not play. You don't think so? Okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. I'll take that. No Crosby. And the you're only mad because I think Crosby won't play is because. Uh, during the Ottawa Senators game, he ended up slashing a player and breaking his finger for weeks. Oh, boy. Weeks. So he was penalized for two minutes in the box, but nobody realized how much this guy was bleeding and that his finger was broken because he splashed him with a hockey stick. If there is not a suspension coming, then I quit. I I just flat-out quit. I mean, they're supposed to play... Mm -hmm. Against the Islanders, they have a back-to-back. But if he doesn't miss that game and the suspension doesn't come in, or if it's just a one-game suspension, then he'll miss the Islanders game and not the Flyers game on Sunday. But it's all just a wait-and-see kind of mentality for Crosby. But I think that suspension's not coming down until until Saturday, and so he won't play Sunday. So- that is the dream. Okay, all right. So, I, all right. So, Flyers lose to Columbus, but beat a Crosby-less Pittsburgh team. That's just me being uh, me living a dream. It's all right. I'll, can I live this dream with you? I want to live the dream with you. That's what I want. Let's live the dream of let's a Crosby-less Penguins let's on live, Sunday. Let's live that dream. All right, here we go. That brings them to Tuesday. 
Tuesday, you, you're home. You got the Ottawa Senators. That's a win. Yes. Darn right it's a win. That brings you to Thursday. A game I will be in attendance. I will be in the Wells Fargo Center for Thursday's game against the Islanders. And what will happen? Uh, <laughs> it's my first, give, my first Flyers I, game ever. I know. My first, that's why I don't. That's why I don't want to give it the loss. But they're gonna lose to oh, the Islanders. Goodness. All right. You know what? Let's finish this week out. Let's finish the week out. Saturday, next Saturday. <laughs> Saturday they have the Devils. They have the Devils. <laughs> That's Man, a loss. That's too. a loss. They can't be the Devils. <laughs> Something about this Flyers team versus the Devils is just. Well, then Sunday they go to Manhattan. They play the Ra- the Rangers, and that will be. I'm gonna give them a win on that one. All right. I think the Rangers will. I think the Rangers will be in the playoffs at that point. They're not really gonna care. Okay. They're just gonna be like, all right, let's do it. Right. At this point, they're securely in that first wild card spot. They're already going to make the playoffs because the other three teams have clinched. So, mm. I think the Rangers are going to probably take it easy that last week. Okay. So you got loss to Columbus, a win against Pittsburgh, a win against Ottawa, a loss to the Devils, a win against the Rangers, which brings them back to the <laughs> back to the Devils. And back to oh my goodness, you're absolutely. Yeah. I'm sitting here looking at the schedule, and I'm trying. I'm trying my yeah. hardest to be optimistic. I'm trying. No, so- there's not much. The only reason, JB, that I think they're out of the playoffs, mm-hmm. they could get all of these wins, mm-hmm. but they have the Lightning, and the Islanders, and the Bruins because the Maple Leafs moved into that third spot in the Atlantic yep. Division. Mm-hmm. They still have all three teams ahead of them, and the Lightning look incredible right now. The Islanders are a bit shaky, and the Bruins are fading fast, and that's my favorite part. Yeah. Because if the Flyers don't make it, the Bruins can't either. Well, yeah, yeah. I I get that. Oh goodness, I'm 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 yeah. trying, I'm, I'm I am seriously I'm looking at this trying to be positive and. I want to be positive. I want to look at this through rose-colored glasses, and I'm not quite sure if I'm seeing it. I need more. I need, you know, if there was ever a time for, you know, for a three, four-game win streak, it would be now. But I don't see three, four straight games. They got eight games I left. They be, I could. I could beat two. Yeah, yeah, two, two. I need four. I need four straight, and I. I I would love to see eight games left. I would love to see this team win six of them. But <laughs> I mean, there's a chance that the Flyers manage to find something against the Devils, which they have not done so far this season. I mean, they've only played two, two, three games against the Devils. They have two more. There's a good chance they could win both of those if the Devils just decide, yeah, we're not going to play anymore. But they do like to play spoilers. So, mm-hmm. um. The Columbus game on Saturday is shaky. I mean, mm-hmm. I gave them a loss, but there's always a good chance the Flyers do something where they where all of a sudden it's just like, how did how did you win that? How did you do that? 
because it would be my luck that I've already said to somebody making a joke saying, oh, the Flyers are going to beat good teams, but then lose against the Devils and the Jets. So, I mean, there's a good chance they end up getting two wins out of the weekend and then losing to the Devils. Either way, it just doesn't end up the way I want it to with the Flyers in the playoffs. And there's just too many good teams ahead of them, and it's unfortunate. They could get all of these wins, but they have to rely on other teams losing. And when you rely on other teams losing to get in, it doesn't usually work out very well. You're right. Sorry to be so negative. I'm trying to be realistic here. I, I, I hear you. It's very sad. It it is. It is very sad. But as the Flyers have to keep playing, we too must keep playing on Mm. Brothers Talking Bucks. It is true. So we will come back in a couple of weeks. We will survey this damage. It's about two weeks left in the season, two and a half weeks left in the season. You know, it ain't over to the fat lady sings. But she's she she's she's warming up. I hear her in the background bit. warming up. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right, Caitlin, thank you. Of course. All right, we'll do this again in a couple of weeks, all right? Yeah, we will. All right. Hey, you guys, thanks for checking out Brothers Talking Pucks. My name is John Brown. If you got a thought, you got a comment, you got a concern, whatever you want to talk about, hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at BITW Sports. Once again, that is at BITW Sports. I want to thank you for checking out the podcast, and I will see you in a couple of weeks. Peace.